Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm Dallas Travers, and this show is designed to help purpose-driven coaches forge a clear path forward and build a business that they are truly proud of, which means we got to talk about the problem with hustle culture. My guest today is Katitha Olengu, who is a resident physician in training, and she also runs a coaching program called Developing Doc. Katitha's program helps medical students who envision a bright and rewarding future get clarity on what they actually want as a physician. So Developing Docs started out as a place of necessity for Katitha, but since then, it's transformed into a very meaningful mission for her. So she came into our conversation hoping to walk away with a sustainable plan for her business while she completes the last two and a half years of her residency because Katitha has no extra time on her hands. And we did create that plan, but rather than a plan, what we really created was space for Katitha to breathe during this extremely busy phase in her life. You see, Katitha has no real experience moving slowly in life, and she's been running her business with this belief that it's now or never. And this hustle culture approach, it has been eating away at Katitha's confidence, and it's caused her to question whether or not her business is even viable. So by the end of our conversation, Katitha was able to make a confident decision about how to move forward without burning herself out. And she also walked away with some actionable steps to take to help her and really to feed into her long-term vision. So if you ever find yourself buying into the myth of hustle culture, this episode is one to listen to. Let's get into it. Hi, Katitha. Hi, Dallas. <laughs> We're doing this. I mean, it's going to be clear to everyone in a minute, but you are a very busy person. So <laughs> the fact that we were both able to find an hour <laughs> I know. to get together is, is a feat in and of itself. So I'm really happy to see you here, and I'm excited about our conversation. Me too. I've been waiting for this. I've been dreaming of this. So it's, I know a lot of good stuff is going to come out of this conversation. Great. So what do you want to walk away with at the end of our time together? Uh, okay. I'm currently a resident physician and in training, and mm -hmm. I've been doing developing doc alongside residency. Tell everybody what developing doc is just so they're clear. So developing doc is a coaching program where I help medical students um, who have entered medical school, really envisioning a bright and rewarding future. I help them get clarity on what they actually want as a physician, network with purpose and experience career changing membership career changing mentorship um, yeah. without the burn of imposter syndrome, without burnout and being deterred by bad advice. So I'm really helping doctors find their way along the path yeah. in a way that that's fun. Yeah. So that's a and you're also on the path. So you've got two more years of residency. Is that right? 
Yes. I just okay. started my second year. So technically it's like two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So well, now back to my original question. Thank you for filling in the gaps for me. What do you want to walk away with from? I want to walk away with a sustainable plan for the next two and a half years of while I'm in residency of what I can do with developing doc and how I can serve service medical students, but at the same time, take care of my own physical and mental health. And honestly, answer the question finally that's been coming up in my head is, should I be trying to run a business and do residency at the same time? Right. Yeah. And I want to have a clear plan of what I want to do so that I can kind of lean on that instead of questioning myself because I'm every couple of months I start to say, oh, should I even be doing this? Maybe I should fold. Maybe I should fold. And if I am going to fold, what does that look like? So I can pick it up later because I want to help. Right. Okay. Because I mean, residency is taking up how much time? Give paint the picture for me. So we do an average. Uh, the cap is eighty hours per week. As psych residents, I do an average of fifty to sixty hours per week. Okay. Yeah, and it's a lot, but that's not even counting the admin time and the emails right. and the just the you know you might be on till five p.m. But if a patient mm-hmm. gets admitted at four p.m. and you need to go through their meds and you need to meet them and you need to call collateral, it's it it'll you'll be at the hospital for later. Yeah. I, find myself as an efficient resident and I'm getting out at a certain time, but it's hard to kind of wind down and transition into Katitha. And I'm starting to lose who I am. Right. That's what I was wondering. So there's the actual hours, there's the clocked hours, and then there's the unclocked hours. And then I'm going to call them the emotional hours. Yeah. Right. Where you're just not really in your life because of the type of work that you're doing and the amount of work that you're doing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well put. (laughs) Let's fast forward, shall we? It's two and a half years from now. You've completed your res. Everybody, she's crying. She's crying. She's cheering. All of the feelings. (laughs) I made it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Good. It's two and a half years from now. You've finished your residency. So there's a reason why you wanted to start developing doc. And what I'd like to hear is what is your vision post residency of your career, your life and your coaching business? Okay. Well, can can I be completely honest? Yeah, totally. Of how developing doc started because developing doc started in between me graduating and residency and I was moving to Stanford to Palo Alto and I promised myself I would not get into a residency program that was more expensive than LA, like more, more expensive cost of living than LA. Sure enough, I fall in love with Stanford and I get into, I'm now living in the Silicon Valley. Okay. And so I was hard pressed for money and my sister has her own business. And she said, Katita, you should start something. So developing doc was started out of, I have a skill and I want to help people and I can get my time is valuable and I can get paid for it. I can do what I'm doing for money. Yes. And, I, and I, I hesitate to say that because I don't want people to, you know, it's a little, it, this is, it almost seems like shameful to be like, oh, I started this for money, but it's always in the back of my mind, right? Mm-hmm. As it started to happen and I got my first clients on my first launch, I couldn't even believe it. I realize how much I loved helping people who were like me having a difficult medical school experience and constantly being told, 
oh, you just have to wait till this thing. You have to wait till this thing. Or like, you'll get through this and just be given like very vague, non-personalized advice. Mm -hmm. Then I discovered coaching and what that was and how I could really dive in and help people. Mm -hmm. So I envision for developing doc, a huge coaching program that is, that actually services medical schools and that it takes people like me that with something to offer and stories to offer that learned the lessons along the way, who are coaching people and creating these, these communities in which people actually feel safe to talk about the issues that are happening in medicine mm. and better than Reddit, right? This anonymous, I mean, I see these communities on Reddit, but they're still, it's just not personalized. It's not yeah. And I see those conversations happening in these communities as people are developing into the doctors they want to be. And I see it expanding. I see it expanding to PhD programs, to nursing programs, to all these different types of programs. But yeah, I see it as an, I see it as an empire and I, I, I want it to build. And I, cause I know we need that help in medical schools. The advising systems are not built to help each individual medical student. Their agenda is different. Mm-hmm. You know, in the financial office, their agenda is different. And I want an outside source this whose agenda is to allow people to become the doctors that they want to be and not, not suffer in the way I see so many physicians suffering. Yeah. And it's interesting because today is National um, Physician Suicide Awareness Day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that's a, a very big of a reason why I mm-hmm. um, find this work so impactful is because physicians end up, ki- you know, killing themselves in residency and beyond. And I see those habits starting in medical school. In medical school. So I'm interested in changing those habits at the start and giving people that education, the education that they really need in medicine. Mm-hmm. How do I pace myself? Mm-hmm. How do I take care of myself when I have a bad outcome? Who yeah. am I outside of this job? Yeah. So you went in, <laughs> oh, here's like, I have these skills. I can make <laughs> with this too. I'm going to transform the medical field. <laughs> yeah, I want to change the culture completely. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So two and a half years from now, when you're done with residency, how does being a doctor, are you planning on practicing medicine? What is that? I I am. You You are. Okay. I I, I intend to, but I don't intend because there's the idea of you can build your own practice, which would be another business, right? And starting Mm -hmm. this, I see how much is in like what it takes to build a business is not just something you can just like do. And like your business is thriving. So I hope to just work for like a company, a community Mm -hmm. office. They have some really good deals where you can work like nine shifts a month and make a lot. Yeah. So I don't want to be a martyr. I don't want to burn myself out. I want to relax. Yep. And honestly, I would love to build developing doc. Got it. Okay. So what started as like an easy idea, almost out of necessity, has turned into a very meaningful mission for you. And what I also heard, just in case you're not hearing it, I want to reflect it back. Your intention when you complete residency is to practice what you preach and live, right? Live as a physician, truly. Yep. and, And model that for others. Exactly. That's exactly, you, you, you really caught it there. I don't want to just work for, you know, work as hard as I am slaving for the next thing. I want to help patients and feel satisfied doing that. Yeah. 
that's so beautiful. Okay. So that's the two-year vision. Developing Doc is an empire that is brought, really the client is universities more than individuals. It, it can expand. I think that would be, I think that's where it's needed. Okay. Yeah. So here we are two and a half years away from that milestone where there will practically speaking, be more spaciousness to devote to developing doc. Yeah. What's your relationship to developing doc right now? Well, I was doing it maybe 10, 20 hours a week and pretty consumed with it and like mm -hmm. trying to move it along, especially as, as I, as I've joined the hive, going through the modules, figuring things out. Um, so it was taking up a lot of time last, you know, I went through client surge and got, um, I just have a new offering it's group coaching, which I found a better way to serve more people, um, mm -hmm. than, than privates. And I actually hired someone, I hired a close client success manager and we've been working together for a month and a half. Okay. So interestingly enough, you know, I, I created this entire manual, the habits that I've created inside the hive are working well. It's we have these team meetings once a week, and I'm not doing so much work, mm, like the uh, admin, the admin solopreneur yeah. stuff. Okay, yes. you're just really delivering to the group for the group, right? But, and there's mm -hmm. still this thing in the background where how do I get more? The community is not as robust as I want. You know, um, our weekly email sometimes we can't find conversations to put in the weekly email. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding that to be like, oh, I want more conversation. So there's a side of me that's like, okay, I got to go out. I got to do more and I got to help it grow, mm -hmm. which is, it's hard for me because everything else in my life on my plate, I'm trying to stop. Yeah. Developing doc, I'm relating to it in this weird way where it, it naturally needs to grow because I don't want to lose the momentum, uh -huh. but I kind of need it to just work. Yeah. So here's the thing I want to propose. And let's see if how open you are to it, like how true it feels for you. Okay. You could pause, develop. I'm not, this is not a suggestion. Okay. Yeah, it's a yeah, concept. Yeah. Okay. You could pause developing doc and pick it up two and a half years from now and still build it into what you want it to be. Yeah. So if there's any sort of whisper inside of you, like telling you now is the time and you got to you got to seize the moment or keep it growing. Yeah. That's, that's bullshit. Yeah. Right? You can pick it up when you need to. Again, I'm not suggesting yeah. that, but that's false pressure that you don't need. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's how it feels. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's likely a part of you that's like, well, yeah, but if I'm doing it, I don't, I don't half-ass things. So I don't know how to not grow it. Exactly. Because right. what is it going to be? What is the Instagram account going to be? What is, what do I say about it? What's, what is it? You know, and it, I guess I, I don't really care what people think. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm not used to, I'm not used to having to set things aside. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to? Like if the ego, if the, if Katitha could speak now and only Katitha, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do I want to? That's the hard part. No, because I'm onto yes. something and I found the hive and I'm doing the right things. And yep. like, I'm working well with my, the client's assessment, like everything is working. Yeah. I just need, but I'm, I'm like, I feel like no, but I don't know how to grow 
in the way that I want quickly. And I, and I know that's not going to happen. Like the marketing side, the, the yeah. expertise I don't have. And then also Dallas, I also feel like I don't have, not only do I not have the time, but I don't have the money to invest in it. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's be turtles together. Mm-hmm. Slow and steady is often way more efficient and productive than this like hustle culture of got to move now and burn the midnight oil. It's just when I, and I've mentored a lot of coaches. I've been a part of a lot of programs. (laughs) Okay. There is the minority of successful coaches who did it fast. That is such an exception to the rule. It's like this falsehood that the online business world projects and yes, sends, yeah, yeah, and it's not true. Yeah, how I grew, da da da, followers and da 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 time. I'm like, I just, ugh. yeah, seven figures in seven weeks. Like, it's yeah. just, it's not helpful. <laughs> okay, and it's just because it's not true. It's not true. So you can grow without hustling, right? So we need to reshape what it, uh-huh. this priority of growing it quickly because it's not serving you. And you yeah. actually don't, there aren't hours in the week or money in the bank to, to grow yes. quickly. Yeah. I guess it's, 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 it's hard though, because even the inertia of trying, like, you know, you mm-hmm. in the hive of trying something and putting it out there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm losing steam to try something because yeah. I'm around medical students all the time. Unfortunately, I'm around Stanford medical students who like, I don't like sometimes don't even feel like they need the help. They like, they're used to juggling all these things. Actually, I do think they they do need the help, but it's like, I'm, it's like, I'm stuck, right? I, I have my onboarding process. I, I would know how to get them in and go, but I've been stuck in this. Like, do I send them to the, like, do I send them to the website? Do I hand, like, I, I've been thinking about right. like, handing out these like actual physical, like this is what developing doc is and, mm-hmm. and trying to like stuff people in. I just, I'm just not sure how to mm-hmm. it, even starting. It feels like another project. Okay. I think I can help with this. Okay. Let's just wrap up that other piece yeah. around the urgency and I have to build it fast and it has yeah, to be, yeah. and it has to be big. What could you adopt as a practice to let that go and then do it again tomorrow afternoon when you forget that you let when you forget that you let that go and then again yeah. next Thursday when you forget again that you let that go katita you're driven you're ambitious you're super capable you're super smart yeah it is count it's you have zero experience going slowly or do it like getting a None. C minus. You don't even know what that means. No, I went straight through with everything. <laughs> I went straight through like yeah. I could a break. And so I'm just inviting you right now because this is also what you're hoping to model for your developing doc members. It is. It I, is. I'm inviting you to do this imperfectly. Okay. I know. I mean... I've, I've done, ske- like I've made it so my schedule where I only work on it in certain days. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just when I get into that time slot, there is this feeling of panic. And I'm wondering if the practice of telling myself you have time, it doesn't have to grow is always, it, it works for a second. And then it is counteracted by that weekly email or like the lack of conversation or mm-hmm the lack of the promise of community that I'm delivering to the five people that are there now. Okay. 
And I want to serve. I was thinking about this. I want to, maybe it's me actually serving the five people I have more, you know, I feel like I'm kind of thinking about gritting people in versus, but, but I'm afraid to serve them directly because I'm like, Oh, it's going to eat up my time. Mm. You know, it's, 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 I'm definitely in paralysis. Yeah. I see it. I see it. So your first assignment to take on after this conversation is what's a simple habit I can adopt to like cultivate that belief that it's okay to grow slow. Okay. A simple habit. And it could be something as simple as you've set aside time to work on the on developing doc every week, light a candle before you begin that work. And it's the lighting of the candle. It's like, okay, right. I'm practicing building it slowly. It's I like uncomfortable. That. Just, it can be that simple. Okay. Okay. I like that. Just a reminder. And that, that stuff helps me with meditation and stuff like that. Yeah. So I like that. I like that. Yep. Hey, I've got a question for you. What's your coaching superpower? If you haven't thought about it, I've got a free quiz that's pretty good at deciphering your magical mojo. Are you great at creating connections? Maybe you're a natural leader who people just trust, or perhaps it's your strong sense of purpose that you really need to leverage. Let's find out where you are, where you want to be, and how to best get you there with the Coaching Superpower Quiz. It'll take you about 45 seconds to complete, and when you're done, you'll learn the precise steps you need to take, whether you're ready to scale your business, you want to build your list, or you just need to find some paying clients. Plus, you'll get your very own personalized toolkit that caters to your unique superpower because... Accentuating the positive is always a good idea. So if you're ready to clear away the fog, chart your course, and steer your business in the right direction with as much ease and grace as possible, go take the Superpower Quiz. You can find it now at sixfigurecoachquiz.com. So now let's talk about what growing it slowly actually looks like. Okay. What's coming up for me, and tell me how this lands, walking around campus handing out pamphlets doesn't seem like the strategy that I would take on. I know, I know. (laughs) Right? And I I almost wonder if what we need is a gathering place before people move into developing, Doc. Yeah. hear, Hear me out a little bit because, you know, two and a half years from now, what if as much as growing the actual coaching program, you were growing a community of people who want the program or who know now other residents who like who, who wish they had the program when they were in residence. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right? So I'm just wondering if during your weekly time that you focus on developing doc, we set different metrics for success. Mm-hmm. So instead of bringing in another student or finding conversations to highlight in the weekly email, like th- those success metrics are not working for you. They're not. And they make you feel like terrible. Right. But what if instead the success metric was con, I'm just making up, in- I'm grabbing Instagram because that's my favorite marketing yeah, platform. Yeah. Okay. It's connecting with five doctors on Instagram. I really need the slow and low, right? Like I've been thinking totally. about that. Yeah. Like, cause I'm not engaging. I'm not. Yeah. Can I be honest? You don't have the bandwidth right now for developing doc to be this massive empire. 
I don't. It's not supposed to be big right now. Okay. It's just, so, but if I, but so, you know, what makes me feel like I need to go fast is because if I don't capture that, like a lot of people that I talk to are fourth year. So I've already lost them. Uh And then if I don't capture them this year, or they don't know about me when they need the help, then it's like, I feel like the medical students grow up and they leave, they grow up and they leave, they grow up and they leave. And I'm, I feel like when I engage with someone and create a connection, what does that connection matter if they don't? if they're never going to have my help because it serves your bigger vision of becoming a reputable program that universities want to bring into their organization. The more doctors who know about developing doc, who trust you, the more it serves your bigger vision. Think about it in this way. Before I got pregnant, I didn't know any pregnant people. (laughs) I didn't know any moms, but that boy, (laughs) you go through that process and suddenly you know a bunch of moms or soon to be moms or moms with toddlers and you have a newborn. You're like in this whole other community. Yeah. So don't you think the same is true in the medical profession? Fourth years, right? Now they become, they complete their residency. They're working yeah. They're, they're working at a hospital or in their own practice where they know other medical students. So yeah. let's reframe this from I got to serve people. So tick tock, tick tock, I have to catch them early. And every medical student or doctor you contact, it's another drop in the reputation building bucket. And two and a half years from now, the real goal here is big reputation. Mm. And what are those conversations about? Just Yeah, great. Yeah, just just sharing my vision, talking about culture and community. Great. So I talked about this gathering place, Mm -hmm. right? And it could be a Facebook group. It could be a Slack channel. It could be a LinkedIn. I have a free Discord channel. Okay. I've been and I have no one in. Uh I have people in the ones that are paid, but Mm -hmm. I have. Well, I have like, yeah, I don't have many people in there. And I want that to be where people come. I guess I find it, I I think, I think I would do it the way you say to always do it honestly and like, Hey, like, you know, do this is just talk to people and then say like, Hey, I know this might sound awkward, but I have a discord channel where I hope to talk about these things. Right. Well, except for don't plant the seed that it's awkward because it's not awkward. Yeah. Right. So we'll cover this, but a place to go inside of the Hive curriculum is the community code training, the DM DM connection strategy. Okay. 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 I think it's the fifth video, but pardon me for not having the order of all 46 videos memorized. (laughs) (laughs) You're fine. I mean, they're incredible. So, but here's what it might look like. Okay. I've got two hours set aside on Thursdays. During that time, I'm making authentic connections with medical professionals and and or medical students. Mm -hmm. By doing this consistently, we're building your reputation. You will also find the candidates for developing doc Mm -hmm. and the opportunity to pamphlet drop them, air quotes, right, will come naturally. But let's focus on the bigger vision. Yeah, building the community. With smaller steps. Okay. It's maybe it's LinkedIn or maybe it's the Stanford 
student network, you you know the best platforms, mm-hmm. right? And I would just reach so there's engagement that happens, mm-hmm. right? So we begin with engagement. Someone posts about like the relief they feel at the end of a shift because it went really well. Replying to that post, having having the kind of conversations on these other platforms that you want to have on your Discord channel. Okay. okay. This is how people then notice you and feel like, okay, she's on to something instead of, oh, she's inviting me to yeah. do some paid thing and I don't know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Awesome. So let's just say you're spending 30 minutes. 15 of those minutes is authentic, legitimate engagement. Mm-hmm. 15 of those minutes are then clear invitations to the Discord channel. Okay. Here's what that might look like. I'll pretend that I'm reaching I'm I'll pretend I'm reaching out to you. Hey Katitha, you might not be interested in it, but I think it could be helpful. Mm-hmm. I have a free Discord channel for doctors in residency who want to make sure that they don't burn out in the process. Would mm-hmm. you like the link? So now I can choose. You're not just like, hey, here's the link. Bye. See you later. Right. I can decide you're really explicit about who it's for and why. Okay. Okay. Instead of pretending it's something else. I see that all the time in my Instagram DMs. Yeah. Where I'm like, "Mm, I I see where this is going. Don't pretend to be interested in me. Yeah. Right. Right. But instead, if you just reach out to say like, hey, I see that. I see that you might need this, so I'm going to ask if you'd like it. If you like it and you get to choose. And then you can choose. It's really that simple. I like that a lot. Okay. So by then building your Discord channel, the free one, we're building reputation, we're building community, we're building your list. Mm -hmm. We are finding those candidates for the, the paid, the next step, which is your paid program. Okay. Is there a way I can use the help, you know, my VA to do some of this outreach? All of it. All of it. How, how do you bridge the gap of like the knowledge gap about medicine and like some of these conversations? Like, do I create certain prompts? Like, how do I keep that authentic feeling? Yes. Okay. So have your VA watch the DM connection training. Okay. Okay. And then. The, th- the thing we have to remember, when you think about how you actually connect with your friends on social, yeah, you're talking about, hey, did you get new glasses? I really like those frames. That's what you're saying in the comments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? You're not like, I know a lot about medicine and let me make sure I really understand the culture. Just relatable there. stuff. Yeah, just yeah. Person to person. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you, what your VA would be in charge of is that person to person connection. Okay. So what does that look like? I wish I had my phone handy, but I'll just pretend, right? And again, I'm using Instagram as the framework here, but it could be yeah. wherever you're hanging out, yeah. right? So I see you've you've posted something. Okay, I'll use the example. Oh, it's the end of my shift and I'm just celebrating because I'm I'm leaving on time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Your VA looking at that picture, what would they honestly reply? Without any pressure to know anything about medicine. Must feel good to get out early. Like what TV show are you watching tonight or what's for dinner? Thank you. Done. Yeah. Done. Okay. And that's, that's the human connection. That's the thing that builds trust. Okay. And then the conversation sparks and then. Yes. You know, and like- then your VA will know 
when to flag you, like, okay, this is a Katitha, this is a Katitha worthy contact. Okay. They're all worthy. I didn't like that I used that language, yeah, yeah. but I think you know. Like it's time to now pass the baton. Yeah, yeah. And then I pick up and I'm and I and you pick up. Yeah. And then I And so what you up. could do is if your VA is doing that connection, then your job when you show up for your little bit of time every week, send voice memos. Mm, to those people. To those people. Oh, okay. So I'm really fostering these relationships. Ah, yes. Which is what you want to build. This uh, is a simple version of this brand new culture that you want to cre- create two yeah. and a half years from now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is. It is it. And it feels more authentic to do that. Like you said, like going slow and just taking the time and one person by one person. That's what I'm preaching is yeah. let's not try to find a quick solution way or do everything the way everyone else said to do it. Like it's this... It's in figuring out what you want and 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 how you feel about it, how you feel about these connections and using your gut feeling that that's what I want for people to do. Yes. So I'm going to preach for a moment, and this is for everybody listening. I've been in business a long time, so I can, like, this is a hill I am willing to die on. Yeah. <laughs> I see the energy most coaches put into quick fixes. Mm-hmm. Working really hard, moving really fast. Yeah. And it's more work and actually takes more time than the simple habits that we're talking about here. And I I, I could I see it over and over and over again, which is why I get a little bit pissy about this myth of the overnight success, because A, it's a lie, and B, it perpetuates this always seeking for the fast thing, wasting time. Seeking the fast thing instead of just let me like connect with one person at a time. And what happens is it builds this momentum super slowly in the beginning, but it's momentum. And then it's like medium momentum. And then it's fast momentum. And the experience ends up being, wow, I can't believe I did that in in only a year. It felt so easy. Mm, I love that. And it's fun. It's more fun. I'm talking to people. I'm I'm engaging with people. I'm I'm getting to know people. Yeah, it's in it's honestly a metaphor from I think I mean it's 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 important thing I need to use in my life as well. Like as mm. I find myself in this new city, um building building relationships and building community, it takes right. that too. Like it, it's the same thing. Um yeah. I really like that. And I know I've been meaning to do that. I guess I've just been thinking how do I get them to the newsletter? How do I get them to the fun? You know, it's, it's they're going to find their way there. Yeah. And I don't mean never talk about it, but let's yeah. just break this down. Personal connection, get them into discord, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what you want. Anyhow, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then make sure inside of the, your VA can make sure that at least twice a week, there's an opportunity to get on the list. And that's not anything fancy. Who cares about a lead magnet? They're already in community. So, Hey, we send out a weekly email. Yeah. We want to make sure you get it because here's the value. Here's the link. Put your email address in the comments and we'll add you. Like it it doesn't have to be fancy or slick. Yeah. 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 They don't have to go through all like the channel. Yeah. Like please less hoops, please. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I know my partner who's doing something and he's like, these are all the hoops that I hate to jump. And I was like, okay, let me simplify this a little bit. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause here's what I, here's what I heard at the beginning of our conversation. 
I, I wish I could remember the exact word you used because it was very all or nothing-ish. Mm, that's me. Black right. or white thinking. If I let it <laughs> flop or if I let it fizzle, there was some, there, it was that kind of language, right? Yeah. And this is just a practice of the slow burn. Yeah. Because we're, I'm being, let's just be honest. That's what you have room for right now. Oh, I only have room for a slow burn. Like I, yeah. you're right though. It's like, I could continue to like, I could find people that want to pay me right now and like mm-hmm. pay me for a couple months and make some money and then make some money and like could make, a, you know, but if I don't have a community at the end of it, then I will only be capturing people and then letting them go, capturing people, letting them go. Yes. And I still don't have a community. Yep. And truly like, I want a community. I want, I, I, I want, and I want people to know developing doc by name and just yes. to have them talking in it. And, you know, I guess there's, I think that original that money insecurity, it, it, it's pervasive for other reasons mm-hmm. in my life that I'm, I'm working through, uh, but <laughs> I need to kind of let that go because yeah. I'm okay. I can pay my bills. And also remember in this discord community, people will, it's going to shift yeah. from like, okay, let me go find somebody to people asking you like, Hey, do you, could I, can you help me with this? Yeah. Yes. I can help you with that. Grab an hour. Yeah. 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 Okay. Through coaching. We can help you with that. And it will help me build the course and all the other, you know, all the stuff will come with it. It, it, It's Mm -hmm. solidifying it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I guess I I had, I don't know. I I was kind of focused on going into these other communities and trying to poach and (laughs) find from them, um, Mm -hmm. but not feeling comfortable doing that, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing I would, it it wasn't sustainable. um, Yeah. It kind of just stuck there. Yeah. So I like that. So with that being said, I guess I continue because it is manageable right now. Yeah, I think so. It is, and- especially with the VA, especially with my, you mm-hmm. know, my client says manager. I haven't been to like, I just check in for an hour a week or so. It's, it's, Great. it's really awesome. I want it. I want to grow it. And it's in service to this really clear, powerful, essential, big vision. So mm-hmm. that's if that's what I'm taking away from our conversation. You're in a unique circumstance. So everything you're doing, there's a thread from that action to the big vision. Mm-hmm. Instead of looking at every action as like, what is the short-term result? We want to have this long-term, this end game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this also will help you cultivate the skill that other doctors need to cultivate. Yeah. I'll learn a lot through it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Happy. Oh. It gives me peace. I'm just going to make friends and build a community. Yeah. All I have to worry about. Yeah. Everything else will follow. Yep. Okay. I like that a lot. Good. Thank you, Dallas. You're welcome. I really it's okay to go it. slow. Yeah. I knew that would be the outcome of this conversation. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a theme of my life right now. It's, it's the rest, go slow, go, just go slow. So yeah, I appreciate that so much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. If you needed to hear this message, um, let us know. Let us know. You can find uh, find my Instagram handle at the bottom of the show notes. We'll include Katitha's as well. And like, let's hip hip hooray for turtles. Turtles <laughs> unite. I know. Turtles <laughs> unite. It's the slow that wins the race. Heck yes. <laughs> Thanks, Katitha, and everyone else for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week.
Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the Six Figure Coach Club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.